0: at GBC tires dot com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. Bo Barron, thank you for coming on ATV talk again.
1: You got it, buddy.
0: Hey, how you been?
1: Good. Real good. No no complaints, man. Good start to the to this year. Um I mean the last race was tough, but we all have tough ones and hopefully it's out of the way for the year. So like um I don't know. Just, just excited. You know,
0: that's good. Last time we spoke, you were in a hot battle with Mike Sloan for the championship in 2020. You were in a hole because you had had some uh, problems at one of the races and um, give me the rundown of the last four races or so of 2020. Yeah.
2: 2020 was, was tough, dude, like um uh, just I was you know basically at one point uh i
1: I was just trying to maintain I had points, I needed to maintain, and um it was tough to do given the circumstances, but I needed to get through it, and I needed to win another championship because that's that is most important, you know, I mean, we could take fifths all day long, but the championship is the deal, you know, and uh that's, that's what I did. I just kind of focused on, on making sure I had enough points to get the job done. And, and we did, we pulled it off.
0: Was, uh, was there any uh, events that went on for you and your camp that, that gave you doubt at any point?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, you never know, you know, you can, I mean, you could have anything happen really. I mean,
1: you know, you never know. I mean, there could be no matter how many times you go through an engine, there's, there's about, I don't know what, six or 700 moving parts in a motor, anything can happen at any time. So all that stuff goes through your head and, and, you know, I just, just try to put it out of my head for the most part and, and just get through it and, 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 you know, Salvage my bike, baby my bike, make sure everything's gonna happen the, the way it should, and just keep stacking up points to get that championship. And and that's 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 my main goal.
0: Exactly. Um something happened. Uh, I don't know. I'm not up to speed with everything because I had I didn't get to go to any races in 2020. Um I, I got some some things through the rumor mill, but I did see you and you're thinner you look like you're in better shape. You even look more focused. Um, what happened? You're 40 years old. You're on the twilight of your career and you, you look like you're in your early twenties again and you got a fire in your eye.
1: Yeah, I was so, I mean, this had kind of started like, you know, I had, I, I had, uh, there were no real, real issues between me and Mike or Mike's camp. And, and, you know, I feel bad for the kid cause he has so much pressure on his shoulders and, and um you know, you can only do what you can do and, and stuff. But, but um we, we had a, I think it was after prim, you know, and, and at that point I was thinking, okay, well, I'll wrap up a championship this year, hopefully. And, and maybe I'll just call it quits. I'll just be, you know, just just drive my side by sides and 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 do my thing and try to make some money doing that and and which I, which I which I can and um um we got done with the race at Prim and as soon as I got off my four wheeler and I had a really tough time because I, you know I had screwed up on my own suspension settings it wasn't it wasn't Doug and it wasn't Elka it was my it was my program I decided to go with the uh, stiffer shocks and. Cause I thought the track was going to get real deep and it didn't, it was just high speed and fast little chop. So I had a hard time holding on to my quad. And finally at the end of the race, when everything got hot, my bike started working real well. And, and it was like, wasn't until like the last lap or the lap before the last lap. And I threw down the fastest lap of the weekend, um, on that lap. And, and I was like, man, I wish it would have came you know, came into its own earlier in the race, but it didn't. And it was completely my fault. And I get back to the truck and I'm kind of bummed, you know, I get back to the rig and I'm, and I, and I'm sitting there and I, and I listen to the, to the microphone and Sloan's getting interviewed. And I hear, I hear, yeah, Bo didn't have anything for me today, you know? And which I thought wasn't true because I was catching them at the end of the race. And, and I had turned the fastest lap. And if we'd have gone for another 10 or 15 minutes, it would have been on, you know, like maybe one more lap really. And so I thought, I thought, well, that's not cool, dude. No, you know, no matter if it was Eichner or J Fred or whatever, I would, I would never say, Hey, they don't have anything for me because I have a lot of respect for the older riders. And I, and I, you know, Dustin, dude, Dustin Nelson's a perfect example. I mean, there, there, there was a ton of us and I, I would never say anything to that extent. And I just kind of like, was like, well, you didn't have anything for me. Like, what are you that good? Like, are, are you really that good? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 40 years old now and I'm, I'm, I maybe, well, I don't know. I'm, maybe you are that good. Who knows? So, so then So then we go to the next race and, and, and we're at the last round and, and, um, you know, some, some kind of crappy things happened and it wasn't, it wasn't a great, it wasn't a, it wasn't enough to get pissed off over or anything, but, um, we were at the last round and, you know, he, he, he was in, I was in front, I got the whole shot and then I go to let him go and he wanted me to race with him. And, and we were going around the track at a couple miles an hour and Logan catches up and this and that. And then like, he'd take off and I get roosted and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, go. I like, I yelled at him. I said, just go, go race or race, you know, do your thing. And like, he, you know, I get it. I understand like the only way to win a championship is if something happens to me, but it was kind of like, I don't know, wrong place, wrong time. Like, dude, just, just leave me alone. I want to wrap this up and I'll be done. And, So we get done with the race and, and uh, he's just on the podium talking about nobody wants to race with me and this and that. And I said, man, like, like I, I thought about it for almost a week. And then I, I got to a point where I was sitting there at home and I'm just like, nobody wants to race. Like what? What do you mean nobody wants to race with me? The only reason that you would race with me at that point is to try to take me out to win a championship. And I understand that. dude. I totally understand that. I got Kevin Avina in the middle of the track. Give me thumbs down. And, and, you know, and, and I don't even know how he could do that. I've won, I've won seven championships prior. Right. Like to, for for a grown man to be in the track and giving me a thumbs down is kind of a bummer, you know, and, I, and, and he, he knows what I was doing. I mean, you would have to think at that point, you've been around the races for so long, you know, exactly what I'm doing. Well, I'm trying to win a championship and that's all I cared about at that point. And it's, it's very important to me for for not even bonuses, but just, just for me in general, it's a lot of hard work and you want, you want that trophy, right? I mean, you bottom line, you want to be the winner. Everybody wants to be the winner, right? So anyway, we get, we get done with this whole mess and, and, and I'm sitting here thinking about it and I just said, well, maybe if I shaved a few pounds and I did this and I did that, then I'd have enough speed. And I, and I, and I sat here and I thought about it and I (laughs) And I had, a I had some other stuff going on too, for another week, I went to Texas, I went to Texas, so I lost another week, I went to Texas to race with Matt in the side by side, which was really fun. And um, when I got home, I just kind of buckled down and I tried to start eating right, I didn't get to ride as much as I wanted. And I figured, oh, okay, well, round three comes around, I'll be, I'll be back, and I'll be ready to win some races. And, you know, I tried, tried pretty hard with the time I had, but I have old side by side, you know, my side by sides from the year prior, I was rebuilding and I'm trying to get stuff done. And, um, and so I didn't have enough time to go out and ride as much as I wanted, but I was eating better and I was doing some things and, um, I ended up losing some weight and I could, I come back to round one, which I thought was going to be about round three. And I ended up winning the first race and Gosh, that made me so happy, dude! It made me so happy just to know that I could still do it and and everything, you know. And here I was ready to pass the torch, and I just got you know fire under my ass, and uh, I won another race, and that was cool.
0: That's awesome. That you know, that's the that's the fighting spirit in you that that keeps that keeps you going. Um, if if you don't mind me asking, how does Brandy feel about the extension of the ATV racing?
3: Uh,
1: She doesn't mind as long as it keeps me happy. You know, she's pretty, she's, you know, she's my best friend, dude. She's cool. So it's all good. That's awesome.
0: I'm looking behind you and I know everybody that's listening to this can't see can't hear this, but I'm looking at some works trophies and there's a pit board with a big W there. Tell me about that.
2: That was, let me see here
1: that was the very first pro where pro race that I won, um, on an ATV and I was on a stock at LTR with a shoot. I think it had a,
0: I was there.
2: Yeah.
1: It was at Hollister. It was yep. a stock LTR with a Dr. D exhaust and a cherry bomb on it, dude. And, and I don't know if Holtz had sponsored me at that point or not, but I don't know. I don't know if that I had the arms on there or not, but I, but it was a good, it was a good race for me. It was fun. And, and, um, you know, it was one of the ones where I kind of got lucky because Eichner had some problems. I think Jay Fred broke a battery box or something and Nelson did this, but it was enough for me to get out and, um, battle with Robbie Mitchell for the lead. And I ended up winning the race and it was, it was the first of many to come. It was a cool, it was a cool time.
0: That's awesome.
2: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: And it was the closest track at the time to my house too, because I, Hollister Hills, I grew up racing GFI and, and AMP and, and, you know, all the, all the series at Hollister, um, on my dirt bike. And so for us to be able to race quads at the, at the track was super cool. You know, you got that gravity cavity and it's just, it was just a cool scene. and, And I'd been there so many times. It was, it was, it was my backyard.
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed that race. You know, I came home and told Lauren, uh, my brother and I said, Hey, we need to sponsor this kid. And, um, you got swooped up right after that, which, uh, which was good for you. You know, it worked out awesome for you.
1: Yeah. It worked out well, dude. I've been pretty, pretty lucky. I've been, I've been very, very fortunate. And, and I guess, I don't know, you look at it and you think, yeah, I've been blessed, you know, <laughs> I, I love doing this stuff and it's, it's super fun. And I don't know, man. I, You know, I, I can imagine not lining up, but I I would have to have, you know, totally somebody underneath my wing if I didn't, you know, and I've been helping. I have you know, I've been, I, I've been helping Braxton out this Braxton gross kid. You know, Kyle used to race with us, but he's such a scatterbrain, my Lord. But I've been trying to help his kid out the best I can, um, with racing. And he's, he's winning the pro am stuff right now. And he's only 14. He's a really good rider. So I don't know. I'd like to help I'd like to help carry him a little bit and help help him out to where he does does real well. I think he has a potential to do that.
0: That's good. Got to give back to the sport that's been so generous to you.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: I, I appreciate that. And I think that's pretty awesome. Um, that goes back. Do you do many schools or do you teach much? No, I used to on the dirt bike,
1: like every time I ended up getting hurt. I would do riding schools all the time. Like, you know, when I was younger, I went to a bunch of riding schools and I actually became pretty good friends with Marty Smith and he lives down there by your area, um, in Alpine. And, and, um, yeah, I mean, I was a bummer. He passed away, but I learned so much from Marty Smith and, and I just kind of carried it on and into what I was teaching kids on the dirt bikes. And, um, And, and, and even on the ATV side, you know, the way that he taught things, I just kind of replicated and, um, you know, taught him on the, on the ATV standpoint of stuff, but yeah, I don't really do much schools. I did like, I've done a couple ATV schools. I just recently did one with Logan and in Southern California at the low profile compound. And it was super good. It went well. I got pressured into it by Kyle. If it was my choice, I probably wouldn't have done it because we were so close to round one. Um. I would have, I would have much rather had everything like a hundred percent good to go. But, um, I, he kept telling everybody that I was going to be there. So I showed up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I, I felt a little pressure myself to be there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty intense, dude.
0: <laughs> I like Kyle. He's a good kid.
1: Yeah. I do too. He's just, he's just, a you know, he's, he, he's very persistent.
0: Well, Sometimes you got to be to get what you need in life, right?
2: Yeah, I get it. Yep.
0: So when you were talking about your UTVs, you still do all the work on the UTVs yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm in the shop. Like, I mean, people don't understand, you know, even, even, Kyle, Kyle, like he's starting to get it, you know, cause he sees me at the races, but dude, I'm, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work. I think before the next round, where are we going? We're going to go back to Havasu and I don't want to have a failure. So it's going to be, I mean, um, transmission, uh, differential change, uh, drive lines. Um, I don't know. Um, I got to check every wheel bearing. I got to make sure all my, um, um, oh, what do you call them? I don't know. It's not the rotors but the thing that holds the rotors is the um hubs. I got to make sure none of those are bent cuz Davey snapped one last weekend, but I bend them often. I got to check all that stuff. I got to go through the brakes. I got to rebleed the brakes. I mean, dude, it's just the the my whiteboard in my shop is just lit up, you know? And it just it's you can only do so much and you, and and if it comes down to to race day, you just kind of pick and choose what you know, like the most important stuff uh is you know it's taken care of, and the least important stuff is still on the board you know but right. but you but you yeah it's it's a it's a full time it's a full time gig I
0: spend a lot of hours in the shop are you gonna be at the works race this weekend
1: yeah, so tomorrow morning I'm flying out um I'm flying out. I left my dirt. I went with my dirt bike and I left it at, at uh, actually with Travis Damon in his trailer, but I'm flying and Matt Hancock's picking me up cause he lives right there. And then I'm going to meet Travis at the track do classified Saturday morning race and then um, fly home Sunday morning.
2: That's pretty awesome.
1: How's the, yeah.
2: how's the differences
0: between the two? Have you noticed any gain from riding the two-wheeler as much as you do for the ATV
1: um i mean it's it's definitely less maintenance to ride a dirt bike um but i think honestly the ATV helps the dirt bike more so because like back when i was working at honda and i was racing the ATV all the time my lap times on the supercross track started picking up so much because i was you know, my upper body strength from 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 rowing on the ATV versus a dirt bike through sand whoops, just I got so much stronger. And so then when I was hitting the whoops on the Supercross track, it was like it was nothing, you know? It like got it it the ATV's just just heavier and and it's harder to get up on a wheelie. It doesn't feel like it has as much power, even though it probably does. It's just it's it's not as light as a dirt bike. So there's a, a lot of situations where I gain more speed on a dirt bike from, from, from practicing or racing in ATV.
0: That's pretty awesome. That's a lot of people don't take that correlation and, and swap it around like that. You know, the, the strength that you gain from riding an ATV.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah Does, that's crazy. Like I told that, Davey last Hagsma last weekend, he was racing his three wheeler. Right. And, and I told him, I said, and it was like one of the first times he wrote it. I said, dude, you're going to find out that you have muscles that you've never even used in your life when you get on this thing. <laughs> and I only know because prior I did this little video on this 250R in my backyard. It was, it was, you know, Kenny from tire blocks. It was his, his three wheeler. And I took it home. I'm like, let me ride that thing, you know? So I did. And, uh, Oh my gosh, dude, I could only sprint on that thing for like a quarter of a lap and I was just dead tired. And I and I was like, what is this muscle? You know? So, so anyway, it was, it, you know, you never know what, what's happening until you actually get on the thing.
0: Well, you know, when I talk to younger guys and I want to teach them how to turn or I want to teach them things about body English, the first thing I do is put them on a three wheeler.
2: Right. That's you know, pretty cool.
1: I can
0: you make teach you how to turn on a three wheeler. Teaching yeah. you how to turn on a four-wheeler is basic.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: everybody looks at you cross-eyed when you tell, yeah, I want to teach you how to ride a three-wheeler. What?
2: Dude, you know,
1: the craziest thing for me is when I was entering corners and and normally on a quad, you tap the rear brake and you can set the back end out and and then carry your drift on, you know, with it the throttle and the front brake or whatever, it, you know. But on that three-wheeler coming into a corner, if you start to kick it out and you hit the back brake, you're like, you know, and you're thinking it's going to break loose. All it does is straighten it. Yeah. I mean, it's straightens straight out. And you're like, ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know if you ever came to our old shop where we had the long drag strip in the driveway. No, I never did when three wheeler, when we were working on more three wheelers, I used to be able to drift the three wheelers on the asphalt. No problem. You know, Dude, that's, I can't do that's, that anymore, you know, cause it's been so long since I've ridden one, but yeah, when right. you set them up, you, you, you just pitch them and you use the throttle to get yourself around the turn. You know, it's awesome.
1: That, that's pretty cool. Yeah. would take a little more practice for me to get to that point. And I think, but I, I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but I would I'm not there yet.
0: Well, that's where I think it's so important. You want to teach balance. So a three-wheeler, you need to be balanced. Yeah. And you want to teach the, 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 the turning aspect of getting your, rear end off the seat so that you can help yourself turn. You drive a three wheeler with your legs, you drive a four wheeler with your legs. So you're trying to teach some of that muscle and, and, and some of that body English to the rider. So they understand it when you start talking about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. you
0: know, I mean, it, it's everybody has a different focus on how they want to do things and, and, uh, You know, I listened to some of the starting tips that you were giving out and you were spot on to everything that I'd ever been taught, you know. Right. I appreciate that. Oh, it was great. You know, I was trying to work with Logan a little bit in the turns, but, you know, he doesn't have. He's got skills. But he doesn't have time.
2: Right. Right. For sure.
0: Uh, having that season time and being a little older, uh, there's a little, there, there's a way to express how to turn that younger guys just for some reason don't, uh, don't seem to get right. But he did a great job, you know, and he's, oh, yeah. he's so enthusiastic.
1: Dude. Every time I turn around, he's laughing. And you know what, dude, like, no matter who it is, we should all be having a good time because this is what we're here for. We're here to ride quads and we're here to have a good time. And my God, he is having a great time.
0: <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's, I mean, he could have a bad race and still be still smiling at the end of the race.
1: Oh, dude, I I promise this last race, man, uh, when him and Spooner hit going down that straightaway and I, I think, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to say whose fault it was. I think I don't know. Well, maybe I. Uh, maybe it was more so Spooner's fault. I don't know. But they hit, and it was like I was in the Matrix, dude. I was, I was like one or, I don't know, one or two quads back, and I remember I, I saw him hit, and the quads just went in the air, and I saw Logan flipping across the track, and I was, I was, almost. Like looking up, and I was going underneath a four wheeler dude that was like 12 or 13 feet in the air. And I was looking at it, and I, was, I was riding by, and I promise it was in slow motion. It was insane. I, it was, I, I was just, I was like, I got out of there, you know, and I think I was in third place because Ricardo got the start. And then it was um, Sloan in second, and I was in third. And I was, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky that four wheeler didn't hit me. You know, like I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about racing. I was just riding around, going, "God dang, I'm really lucky that thing didn't hit me."
0: <laughs> that's. I watched the little Instagram video of it, uh-huh. and and I think that it was just uh Spooner was going by, uh-huh. and Logan didn't know he was there, and he drifted right, and they and that's how they touched.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't want to call it either way. I don't want anybody mad at me. I'm
0: going to stay out of it. Luke. I think it's just a racing incident. You <laughs> yeah. know, it just yeah, happened. Flip. I mean, Spooner was being aggressive and Logan was trying to hold his line and, and ride. And they yeah. just touched. you know, I mean, it just happens.
2: Yeah. Poor <laughs> Kenny, man. He went flipping
1: all the way across the, <laughs> all the way across to the other side of the track.
0: Oh man, that was gnarly. Well, then he got right up and frickin' ran over his bike.
1: Yeah, I know. And then we hung out that evening, right? We barbecued me and me and Big Kenny and with them. And, and, uh, the next morning goes, Oh man, I I hope my wrist isn't broke. And I'm like, what?
2: (laughs) 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 He raced the whole thing. And he's just like, I hope it's not broke. He wakes up the next morning. (laughs) What it is to be young, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I didn't
0: get to see the end of the race, but, but my wife and I were there for the beginning and, and, uh, we got to talk to a few people. We missed, I, I missed talking to most of the pros, but I tried to walk down the line. Um, and by the time I was getting to the, your side of the gate, they were like telling me to get out of the way. So yeah. um, I got behind the, I got behind everybody and patted some pro-ams on the back and watched the start. It was pretty awesome.
1: It was cool, dude. When I went to the starting line, you were the last person I expected to be there. And it was kind of nice, dude, you know, cause you're a familiar face. I've seen you, you know, for the last, uh, 15 years at the races pretty much. So it was good. It was good seeing you out there,
0: man. Well, it was good to be back. We're, we're trying to work on some stuff to, to get to the racetrack more. Um, yeah, I think we need to be there. I really do. Um, I'm talking to, I'm I'm trying to talk with Randy, but our schedules aren't, lining up and it's not his fault or mine. It's just, we're both super busy.
2: What yeah, I want right. to do
0: is I want to get to the, the end of the pro race. And after you do the podium, I want to sit you guys down at a table with the backdrop and do a professional live interview of the podium guys and ask the questions, you know, you talk to third, you talk to second and and you go back and forth and just have you guys sitting there with your water or your, your, whatever energy drink you're, you're sponsored by or whatever. And you just uh, tell us how the race went and, and get a little more into, uh, you know, promoting ATV racing at a, at a higher
2: level.
1: Right. Yeah. No. That w- I think that would be great. That's great growth, man. Especially with the way things are going right now. I I, I couldn't believe, like that, you know, it was a good weekend. It was a really good weekend, and, and Havasu was a great weekend too. But I just you know watching the amateur lines, there's there were so many so many guys out there, old guys and and new people too. And and I gosh, I was like, man, it's growing again. It's a such a good and healthy feeling.
0: I love it. I I see new faces. Um, I look at the I looked at the results and I looked at the amount of class growth. You know the kids gra- classes seem to be growing, which is yes. that's where your bigger classes are going to grow. Uh, right. Your, your pro am class didn't look small, but it, it was a little bigger than Havasu, which is good. Uh, you know I mean I, I see an uptick in everything. Your motor sh- motocross guys that I talk to their entries seem to be up. So, I mean, and you got some good things going on there. I heard a rumor and it's not a rumor because it actually, I seen a photo Davey's going to race.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Hacks coming back, dude. He, um, he had talked about it and I think, I don't know, but well, I do know, you know, he's, (laughs) It's as crazy as it may sound, but his, his motivation was to come back and, and, and beat Mike, you know, I, and I, and I don't know what, I don't know what sparked him or what interview or whatever he saw, but, but um, yeah, Davey wants to come back and race. And I think that's great, man. You know, Davey starts winning again. Maybe I can step away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bo, we would miss you deeply.
1: I know, dude. I've, I've thought about it a hundred times. I'm like, you know, my body's beat, but I, I think about it all the time. And I think about, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know, go away on top. Would it What that doesn't even mean anything. Like I can get beat. It, it, it's not, it's not a big deal, dude. You ask a kid that's, I don't know. You ask a kid that's probably 10 or 11 years old watching supercross right now. And you can ask him about jeremy mcgrath and they don't even know who he is you know so to be honest like it doesn't matter if i end up getting beat at the end of this 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 championships that i've created it's not i'm not this i don't know i still like to ride okay and and if i get beat like my wife's like you're not gonna like that but i'm just like well i I might not like it worse to not ride you know it's just like, I, I love to ride and that's, that's what I do. And sure. I could the 30 class 10 years ago, but I'm not, I'm not that guy. Like, I just want to go. I want to, I, you know, I'm here. I want to ride. And, and it's cool. I can watch the whole, watch the whole thing go down and guess what, if I get beat, it's not such a big deal. And I, and honestly, I think if Davey gets on his program, like if he's, if he's solid, if he's a hundred percent and, and I think, you know, I think Davey can 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 definitely stick it to me at some point. I mean, you know, they've got the coin and the effort to do it. And um, I think he could and and I don't mind it because,
2: you know, he's a good dude. I think. Yeah. So, so it yeah. is what it is.
0: Well, before you hang it up, you should call Eichner.
2: Yeah, I should.
0: And I should. You should Why have does a he conversation miss with him because does he miss
1: not riding longer than he did?
0: He misses it every day.
1: Ah <sighs> dang. I knew, I know I would. And that, and that's why I'm so scared.
0: Yeah. He, he didn't like, you know, he likes racing. He would still race, if, but he raced the UTV and he didn't get
2: the, the same satisfaction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he couldn't drive the car as hard as he wanted to, to go as fast as he wanted to because the car wouldn't hold up, you know, and he was struggling with the finesse deal. I mean, he's a great driver, but he'd get that racer mentality going and boom the car would let go and
2: and uh he's he just yeah he did i've talked to him about it and he misses it you know too late fast too soon old right right you know how it goes yeah
0: exactly exactly (laughs) so what went on with the utvs before you at? uh, At the last round,
1: I just had some issues, man. I, you know, the COVID thing has been pretty gnarly as far as trying to get fresh iron for the year. Um, so I'm, I'm, unfortunately I'm still in the same cars I raced last year. And for me, this is the first year I've, 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 um, raced my cars, uh, twice in a row. So, um, knowing what is going to break, uh, later on in the car's life is, is going to be new for me to figure out this year. Um, I normally, I start with, like I said, with fresh iron and I, and I don't have that this year, just be, you know, it's nothing to do with Polaris. It's just the whole world in general, you know? So I don't have new cars built. I don't have anything. So I'm just going through the cars that I have, but like I, I snapped an upright for my, um, tie rod end. You know, it was it's coming out of the knuckle and, and, um, I bumped with Wagner and I didn't think it was that big of a bump. And then all of a sudden I couldn't steer my car and I flew right into the bushes on the first lap. I, I ran up and got some tools and tried to fix it. I came back down and I, you know, the one end was just spinning, so I couldn't take it apart. Um, I hammered it in to its place, you know, cause it's a cone shape. And then I drove my vehicle back up to where I could actually work on it. And then once I got there, it was about, it was so close to like halfway through the race that, um, I almost got it buttoned up. And I thought, I looked at the clock one last time and I said, Oh man, you know what? I'm not even going to get half the laps. I'm done. You know? And at that point it's frustrating because you've ran all over hell and tried to get all the stuff you can and just to try to salvage some kind of points for the weekend. And, it didn't work, you know, but I mean, last year I had a DNF in that class and I ended up top three for the year. So, um, you know, it'll work out. And then in, in the stock class, I got a I got a whole shot, which I normally don't get. I got a nice start and I got out in the lead and Davey was, Davey was, Davey was hanging tough with me, hanging pace. And then he ended up breaking a hub. And, um, I was out front, the smooth sailing and, and, um, at some point I must've tagged a rock. I mean, there were a lot of rocks there, but I must've tagged one. And I, all my, all my blocks flew out of the sidewall of the tire. And I, all of a sudden I, my car started squatting on one side and then (laughs) about the same time I had an issue with my, um, um, sway bar, my rear sway bar, like, you know, had an issue. And so I didn't have a sway bar or the tire. And my car was just bicycled like one wheel in the air, no matter which way I turned it. So I got back to the pits and um, I have a new wheel sp- this sponsor this year, which is Raceline. And they did a great job to help out for me for the beginning of the year. But um, for the lug nuts that I had to use, there's a special, special tool. And, and we didn't have it in the pits. So I did one more lap on a, um, on um on just basically the rim with the tire on it. I did one more lap and then I came in the next lap and we changed it. And, uh, I ended up ninth, which is pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty decent salvage for us for the side-by-side race, but, um, man, I wish I wouldn't have put a hole in the sidewall of my tire. Cause that would have been a, that would have been a great race.
0: Yeah. would yeah. You know, to, 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 to wire to wire it.
1: Yeah. That would have been great. Cause usually it's, not wire to wire. I usually get a third or fourth place start and I get roosted the whole entire race. And I'm so pissed off by the time I get in the front, doesn't even matter, you know, or get close, but, uh, it would have been nice just to just smooth sail and have an actual, excellent drive by myself. You know, I was looking forward to that and it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> you know, you guys just have your, your, your full faced helmets, you don't have a screen on the front of the car.
1: Dude, what I did, what I've been doing like for Havasu in this race too, because there was in previous times I have been ran through some cactus and stuff. And so I, I basically, it's not chicken wire, but I found some, some, some mesh screen stuff at like home Depot. And I put it up in the front um, Havasu Havasu's it's a must for me because I've Ryan Piplick threw a rock there. One time hit, Hit my goggles so hard. The goggle went in and bounced off my forehead and I almost got knocked out and I was bleeding down the side of my face from a rock at Havasu. So I started running this, like, you know, this, 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 this screen. I don't know. It's not even a screen. It's just like, I don't know what it is like a no climb fencing stuff, but I've been putting that on at Havasu so I don't get hit in the face. But yeah, normally it's just goggles and tear ops or whatever you run, you know, you got to shield helmet or whatnot i don't know
0: you don't wear a, on, so. you don't want to wear a pumper helmet
1: no i'm sponsored by showy and and show and it took me a long time to get to where i'm at with showy and they don't offer anything for a parker pumper so i just run the old school dirt bike helmet with um you know x-brand goggles and some tear offs and it works good
0: that's awesome i mean yeah whatever it takes to work right
1: yeah absolutely it works
2: fine so i'm good with it
0: did you do any, did you do any extra, uh, ball test or block testing or shock testing before this year?
2: Um, no, not really. I mean, um, no, dude, it came up so quick. We didn't have anything to do really.
1: Yeah. We just, we got off the last round and it was just like, man, honestly, I didn't even touch my race quad until like the week before Havasu you know, I, I had sent my shocks in, I had Doug service them, but that was pretty much it.
0: That's crazy. Same bike, just different, just service the shocks and clean the filter, change the oil and run it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was all we could do. I have a, I have a brand new quad on the chopping block right now, and it's still not done. I mean, we just, you know, Doug had problems with his, his, his main welder and, you know, his daughter had passed away. And so like he had been stepped out that couldn't make arms and, and I get it, dude, it's life, you know, it's not, you know, there's, I mean, racing's racing, but, but honestly, these, you know, all these, all these manufacturers, all the people, all the aftermarket companies, everybody has a real life besides, you know, it's not, it's not just, just like, Hey, we're going to bend over backwards for this guy. So he can go race. It's like, No, they have real families. They have real shit going on too. Everybody does. So anyway, like for Doug to be like, Hey Ramon, dude, he, you know, he's had issues, family issues and his, his daughter had cancer and this and that. And, and, and there was a fatality and we don't have any arms or anything. I'm like, dude, it's not even a problem. Like it's not a big deal, you know? And then, you know, Curtis has been so behind, he's got so many exhausts to do and his welder had issues and, and, um, you know, like I, I don't have my my motors not done from Curtis yet, my A arms aren't done. Uh, dude, I'll race my bike. I'll race my last year's bike. I don't care. I'll get through it. And when you get time, we'll get it all get it get it right and we'll make it work. I mean, that's how you gotta be if you wanna like a lot of people don't understand, dude. When you're when you're sponsored by somebody or when you when you take a sponsorship, you know, a lot of these kids coming up, they're just like, Oh, what's the sponsor gonna do for me? Well, here's the problem. Like it's not what the sponsor is going to do for you. It's what you can do for the sponsor is basically where it starts. And that's where it starts. And, and the the better you do on the, and the more you do for the sponsor, like the more business you send them, then the more that they're willing to work with, not like, Hey, I'm this good. And I, and I deserve this. It's a totally different deal, you know, and especially with my sponsors because I build up these relationships that are like, you know, 15 years old. You know, I mean, so what, dude? So, so what? We'll just go win the next race. Fuck it.
0: They don't watch it. Hey, your children are listening to this.
1: I'm sorry, dude. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just getting, I'm getting into
2: it. You know,
0: <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. you know, I think that pros like you or pros in general need to teach the younger generation about the relationships and about how to, what sponsorship is. Sponsorship means that you work for that company because Absolutely. they're taking money out of their pocket, whether they're giving you a discount or whether they give you free product right. or whether they give you a paycheck. They're taking money out of their pocket that they would use for their family or the development of their business to promote you.
2: Right. Right.
0: At the you
2: know.
1: end of the day, you're going to make sales for them you know and you have to be the right you have to be the right role model you have to be the right you have to be the right everything you know and sometimes it's tough as a racer to do that too but i mean if if you want it to work right that's how it's got to be
0: exactly exactly and then and i don't think i think something that's been lost in and i don't know how it is in the motorcycle side because they don't deal with it very often but i think it was something that's been lost in the ATV world is that i'm a racer i deserve no, right. you don't deserve. No, dude. No, it's not even like that, dude. You know, in the uh, you know anything we... about the truck world? Uh-huh. You know, the truck racing world.
2: Yeah. Dude, you pay. Oh, you pay you, yeah. You find sponsors to pay. <laughs> you know, if you don't yeah, have the
0: dude, money to <laughs> I the get it. If a guy shows up and works on your motor, you send him a check when you get home. Right. Exactly. He he gave you an invoice there or he emailed you an invoice before the weekend, before he gets home, you already have an invoice in your inbox. You know,
2: absolutely. Can I take take a a, week, dude? Can I pee?
0: (laughs) Yeah. You want to, take a break? Hold on one second. Take me 10 seconds in the way sometimes. All right. We're back. Um, thanks for, thanks for the pause there. Um, we were talking about sponsorship and, and how racers should treat their sponsors with a little more respect. And I think that guys like you lead the way in being professional and staying with that sponsor for a long period of time, because the, the the long-term relationship, and I think that shows the, the kids also how you build those
2: long-term relationships as well. Yeah. You know, it's it's not, I don't know, you know, it's not like I don't there's there's a bunch of different ways to describe it, but it's not like if,
1: if this guy doesn't have this part or he can't supply this, I just go here. You know, and that and that's what they 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 think that, oh yeah, I could just go to the next guy down the road and get something else or whatever. But that the road ends short especially with ATVs you know it's not it's it's a small 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 community
0: so
2: don't burn bridges any-
1: that's all i got to say to the kids is don't burn bridges because it 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 will come back to haunt you
0: well it's it's the motorcycle world and the ATV world are closer than people know
2: because there's so much overlap yeah and all of us know each other right you know, I mean, there's nobody in the
0: ATV world. I mean, there's some, you know, some of the younger guys coming up on the East Coast that I may not know. I may have heard of, and they may have heard of me or heard of us. But you you learn in a big, they're learning in a big hurry. Hey, this is how the game's played. And this is what you do. And, and I try to explain that to everybody that I deal with. It, if I'm helping you, it's because I choose to help you. Yeah. What I am expecting from you is when your buddy buys a pipe, they're buying mine, not somebody else's. You know, if, if, if you're, if you're doing this or doing that, you know, just, just send them my way. You know, we, 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 we have to, we have to take care of each other.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: That's the, that's the job. That's the job of the sponsored rider. Absolutely
0: are your daughters still racing? Yeah.
1: Um, um, so my oldest one, Bailey, she's, she's ripping along pretty good. Um, Bryn decided she's like super deep in her dance thing and she doesn't want to race right now. And I'm totally good with it. You know, I'm way good with it because, you know, I don't want her to, I don't, she's, you know, she's still going to go to the races and stuff when they don't conflict with her dance, but you know, it's totally fine with me. I mean, everybody wants to do their own thing and I get it, dude. Like when I was a little kid, I wanted to race, you know, dirt bikes and, and quads and whatever. And that's what I did. But you know, my, my oldest one, Bailey who's sneaking in right now from soccer practice, but she, um, yeah, I didn't get to see it cause I was busy working on side-by-side stuff, but she, she ripped the whole shot. She's riding my practice bike now. She's racing it and she ripped the whole shot. And, uh, led for a whole lap in the women's class and man I wish I could have seen it but I'll see it eventually you know like but she did she did really well this last weekend she got second and uh it was a full row of of girls so or women so it was cool
0: you know that's awesome is that is she racing women's a or women's b
1: no she's just racing women's c dude mellow mellow but but you know pretty, pretty cool. I make, I'm excited. You know, she went to my school or the school. I've never tried to really teach her anything. She went, she wanted to go to the school. So we took her and then apparently she picked up quite a bit because at the last race and this race, she's been doing really well. So that's kind of cool. I like, I would never pull her aside and, and, and say, you know, start yelling at her and say, you got to do this or you got to do that because I, dude, I know the whole moto dad scene. And, and you know, realistically, she's never going to be making any money doing this, so it's it's just for fun, and, that, and that's why we're there. I don't ever want the conflict between us to where it's not fun because I put enough so much pressure on her to do well. You know, it's like whatever, just go ride.
0: Exactly, that's so awesome. You yeah, uh, yeah. When Danny Ray was racing, uh, one of the dads asked me, oh, "How how do you how do you how how come you're not so nervous?" And I go, "Well." you know, believe it or not, I'm less nervous when my son races than I am when Eichner goes off the line. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know how to yep. explain that. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I don't. Danny's more teachable now than he was when he was 16. Uh huh. Um, yeah, he knew everything and he, <laughs> yeah, we barely got the bikes prepped because dad wanted to wring his neck. But once he went out on the track, it was, I knew that he could do it and I knew that he could ride. I just wanted him to enjoy it. I want him to come off the track with a smile on his face and say, dad, that was
2: awesome. It was a good time. It was a good time.
0: And, and, you know, we could always be home mowing grass or picking rocks or, you know, doing plumbing on the house or whatever, roofing it instead of being at the racetrack and I've spent most of my life at a racetrack and I love it. It's just, I'm your home.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We bitch about, you know, how much we have to go and this and that. And then at the end of the day, you know, you're at home and you know, and (laughs) you don't feel like doing something or whatever. It's like, yeah, maybe I do miss the track.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been home for a little over a year and, and, uh, trust me, I filled it up with work and I filled it up with ATV talk and I still loved it. I loved being at the track for just a few hours that I got to spend, you know, last Sunday, it was, it was awesome. And you get to see all your family and your friends and, and, you know, uh, we walked up to the grandstands during the pro race, I think it was on lap two. And uh, we were going to shoot a little uh, intro video for an episode that's coming up and Uh Brianna Curley and Dylan Sloan just happened to be sitting there with Trey Yazzie. And, and, you know, we, I just jumped up in between them and sat down and we filmed the video and, and it was great, you know, getting to talk to them and see them and, you know, make a, make them part of what we're doing, you know? And. Yeah. (laughs) I, I hope that, I hope that guys like you, understand what this is all about because there's so many fans that can't get to you. You know, they don't get to come to the races. They don't get to come uh, and, and know Bo Baron So they get to sit and listen to this and they get a little insight on how you think and how you feel and, and what it's like to, to win eight championships on an ATV. Plus you've won championships on a motorcycle. You've won championships in a UTV. And, uh, that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't even want to try to count them all. And I don't think you've got enough fingers and toes. So, (laughs) you know, it's it's a pretty amazing career.
2: Hi, this is Stephanie from JSR Moto Designs. JSR Moto Design specializes in replacement nerf bar nets for all makes and models that can be fully customizable to your needs. Our custom apparel can be specifically designed for your race team. We can help make what you wear personal on and off the track, including embroidered or printed hoodies, jackets, t-shirts, hats, jersey lettering, butt patches, and more. Check us out at JSRMotoDesigns.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram.
1: I, okay, so if you want to sum it up, I I would compare it to a song, and
2: you know, Garth Brooks has a song that, you know, I'm I'm I feel much too young to be this damn old.
0: There you go, man.
1: You know, and that and that's exactly how I feel. I'm just like, fuck, where did the time go? Where where? I mean, I don't know. You know, but I like what I'm doing now. So who knows? Who knows how long I'll be here or if I get hurt or what happens, but I'm here. It's, and it's a good time. And I know I, I, I feel like I need to be here. So I'm here.
0: You know, I was talking to Chad Meenan, and he went to a vegan based diet with supplements. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not vegan based, it was a plant based diet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And with, with supplements. And he lost weight. He gained with the supplements, he gained some of the strength and the endurance. And, you know, I watched some of those videos of him last year. That guy was on fire.
2: Yeah. No, he's ripping, man.
0: He's 37.
2: He's huh? Yeah. 37.
0: 37. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not far behind you. No. I mean, so have you, have you looked into changing uh, your diet i know you started eating better but you never got specific with me about eating well better.
2: so um
1: a long time ago when i was riding for cafro um his buddy on the east coast mark spataro um came out and helped us out and get us on like a diet program of um
2: what we should and what we shouldn't be eating and you know he
1: took all kinds of measurements and stuff and and mark spataro is a pretty good trainer dude as as far as i know he's He's, he's awesome. And he helps a lot of guys on the East coast, uh, GNCC mostly, but, um, and he has training camps and stuff. And so anyway, I just went back to, to the, the, the basics, what he wrote up for me. And it was basically like, you know, no, no bread and no dairy. And I cut out the bread and I cut out the dairy and, um, shit, I've lost 20 pounds for shoot. Sorry but i've lost about, i've lost 20 pounds um you know in about a month and a half
2: so
0: and that's just gary <laughs> what are you doing with your hands
1: Oh uh, me i was petting my dog oh my dog's walking around why
0: oh just uh, you can hear it you can hear the feedback
1: uh, oh that's my foot dude on the on sorry i won't do anymore
0: no god <laughs> you, you know i because we are so sound conscious because Some of the feedback we get from the listeners, all of the things that they hear, right? you know, the tapping, the wind, the birds, you know, the birds are a big issue. We'll, We'll get into that someday, but you learn, you live and learn in this business right now. I'm sitting in my dad's garage because it's the quietest place in the house and it doesn't disrupt the house. Right. So I go like if I go into the other room on the other end of the house where I, where I've taped a ton of stuff, it shuts down the entire house. You can't, you can't go in the kitchen. You can't leave the bedrooms. The dogs are locked up in the, you everybody's just locked in their room. And, but it, when I'm in here, it's like soundproof. So other than the noise we make, it's all good. Right. But, um, that's pretty awesome that you lost 20 pounds in that yeah. short of time.
2: Yeah, it's insane, dude. No
0: it's extra crazy. training, you know. Did you did you do core work? Did you do dude? I've been
1: trying to ride I've been trying to ride my quad um two days a week. Um if I can, you know, just get out like just get out and ride two days a week. And I try to ride like I don't know, 40 minute motos, 30 to 40 minute motos those two days and, but, but, but when you're out there, you know, there's a big difference because kids don't understand like riding, you know, and then training. It's those, that's two different things, because if you're out there just spinning laps, you're wasting money, you're wasting your quad, you're wasting your time. But if you're out there and you're trying every single lap to get a faster lap time than the lap before, and you're putting everything you possibly can
2: into it, then then you're training and you're getting you're getting serious results that's true it's true
1: you do i mean yeah you'll get stronger by riding there's no doubt but it's not the same as trying to trying to haul the mail every single second every landing before you turn every everything giving it that last bit of throttle before you shut it down you know what i mean it's, yeah, it it makes do. a huge difference
0: yep it does it does, it does. Do you do any cycling or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I have a mountain bike and there's a lot of trails around here. I wish I had more time to go ride them. But yes, I do ride my mountain bike when I get a chance. Absolutely.
0: That's awesome. Helps your lung growth and your your air in, air out, doesn't it?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and I, and I have times, you know, like they have a Strava or whatever. I haven't gotten any of that stuff, but it's, you know, basically shows your times versus everybody else's. But, and, and I don't want part of that because I'll probably crash on the downhill,
2: <laughs>
1: but, but, uh, I do have my own times, you know, like just from, from the climb, from the base to the top. And I try to beat it, you know, when I go out, you, I'm, I'm competitive with myself that way. You know, I don't have, I don't, I don't have a lot of people that are on the same timeframes as me to go ride with. I have a lot of friends that are pro mountain bikers, but you know, they, 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 I just, I just like to get, I like to do things when I have the time to do things, you know?
0: Right. And that's what you have to do. You have to keep it on your schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, Bo, you're a pretty awesome guy. And, and I really enjoy talking with you and, uh, I want to get a recap with you at the end of the year. I know right now we're in February Your episode. This episode won't come out until uh, April. So you'll have two more races gone by by the time people hear this. Um, I, I like to be upfront with everybody and tell everybody I, I tape ahead. Um, and the reason I tape ahead is because if you've been paying attention, we produce an awesome amount of content. Um, most of the listeners can't keep up with the amount of episodes that we're that we're producing and dropping it's Yeah. Incredible.
1: But it's cool though. I enjoy it, dude. It's good. I'm glad.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad you, you listen. listen. I'm glad you listen. And, um, I want you to leave us today with some sound advice for the youngsters on prepping, not necessarily prepping just their ATV, but prepping.
2: All right. So this is the best piece of advice that I could give is <clears throat> it's not what you did yesterday or last week. It's what you did a month prior is what is going to help you at the racetrack. You understand where I'm coming from? I totally do. because, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, well, I'm going to eat
1: pasta the night before the race, you know, to give me those extra carbs. Well, good luck with that. You know what I mean? If you worked for a month prior to that and 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 you're still working, then, then you're going to have good results. But if you think you're going to go all week and
2: not do anything and then eat pasta before the race to carbo load, you're on drugs. <laughs>
0: uh, that, that is so true. And there's there 80% are doing that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, dude, they're all nuts. They're nuts, dude. It's 90% of the world right now. and nuts. So
0: Nobody believes in self-sacrifice.
2: Yeah. That that's that's my opinion. So you you take it how you want it, guys.
0: That's awesome. I really appreciate it, Bo. We're going to have you back. Um, We always love you. You're always welcome to come on ATV talk anytime. If you ever have something that you want to talk about, or you have somebody that you want us to touch base with, please don't hesitate to to get in touch with me and, and let's get them on the show and, and, and get the conversation out there. Because the only way that we can grow our industry and the only way that we can grow our sport is by the conversation and to get people, uh, motivated to have conversations about their experiences. And, you know, this is, it is a lot of fun. It's, there's a lot of passion. Some of us, I had to have to excuse, accuse myself of taking it too seriously at some points. Um, but it is a lot of fun and, and it means the world to me and it, I appreciate you as, as the man you are and the man that you're going to be in the future with the way that you carry yourself. And, uh, please make sure that you thank Brandy and the kids for letting me have you this evening. I know that you're a busy guy and, and you don't always get to spend the time with him that you need to.
1: Yeah, dude, I, it's all good. They're, they're cool. My, my family's pretty cool. We're all, we're all in it, dude. It's all good.
0: I know you keep looking off to the to the left there. I'm assuming that, that one of them's watching while we're talking.
1: Yeah, Bailey is over here. She's just laughing at me. <laughs> Whatever.
2: It is what it is. I can get laughed out all day long. Tell her to come <laughs> around behind you. Come here, babe. Hi,
0: Bailey. How are you?
3: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on ATV Talk with your dad. I have a, I have a question. I want to put you on the spot, if you don't mind. Sure. How how is it for you walking through the pits, knowing that y- your dad's a legend?
3: <laughs> it's interesting because there'll be people that'll come up to talk to me, and I have no idea who they are. But like, hi. <laughs> but
2: it's,
3: I don't know. I like just going to the track. It's fun. I have friends there and it's just a good time.
2: It
0: is a great time. And when you have a dad like yours, that's so down to earth,
2: I don't think there's anybody at the track that he's not friends with.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's friends with a lot of people and there'd be people that come up to me and be like, your dad's a really cool dude. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> except for when i'm yelling at her right
0: <laughs> uh, gotta be dad sometime right
1: yeah yeah Unclassified at eight get up. <laughs> <laughs> do you
0: do you uh do you like uh the racing i know that he said that you've been doing pretty good in the in the woman c class what are you thinking
3: yeah i i really like it it's hard to find time to like ride and stuff cuz i'm always at soccer but it's it's cool and i enjoy racing and yeah
0: let me ask you this question coming from your perspective the training that you do for soccer the running the exercise how well does that help you for your ATV racing
3: it helps me not get tired faster but and my legs don't get as tired but definitely my arms do and yeah <laughs> cuz I don't really use my arms for soccer but it it helps
0: well do some oh. downhill mountain biking oh. with your dad and that'll help your arm strength you know cuz you have to hold on to the bike as you're going down I, I liked i liked it when i rode a lot the downhill portion helped my arm pump i don't know why but it did you know, I mean, it, it was just something about that small muscle made it better. So that'll help you. You know, push ups, fingertip push ups, those help. They're a little hard, but they help.
2: Yeah, I've got a little 10 minute climb like right over here. And it
1: only takes about three and a half, four minutes to get to the bottom. But <clears throat> I promise after I've taken a break at the top and I come down the hill, I am more winded at the bottom of the hill from going down than than I have ever been forcing myself to ride up. It's because when I'm coming down, I'm hitting these jumps and these berms and all this stuff and the rocks and whatnot. You have to pucker for life. It's different than forcing yourself to pedal for life because you're not going to
2: pedal for life going
1: up the damn hill. But right. when you're coming down, you have to, when, if, and especially if you're trying to haul butt, but yeah, like at, when I'm at the bottom, dude, I'm, I'm smoked compared to the climb.
0: <laughs> then you turn around and do it again, right?
1: Yeah. Twice. Yep. Yes, Usually do it two to three times if I go get to hit it.
0: That's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on there and sitting there with your dad. I really appreciate it. He's a great guy. We really enjoy him plan on as your career goes on, young lady hearing from me and having you come on and, and talk about your experience in racing and uh, we'll get you and some of the other gals together and, and you can tell us what it's like. Okay.
3: Okay.
0: Well, you got you're going to have to talk just a little more than that though.
3: <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, all right. Um, hey, thanks again, Bo, for, for right, you into your, your living room with you and your family. And I really appreciate it. And, uh, we'll be in touch with you again. I'll need some things from you in the future, uh, to promote the episode, but, but we'll talk about that later. Sounds good. All right. Thanks again. You guys have a great night.
2: All right. You too, dude. We'll see you. All, right.
0: all right. Talk to you later, brother. All
1: right. Later. Bye-bye.
0: The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com.
3: Brought to you by Take-Two Custom Tees. Screen printing experience that is dedicated to quality and customer service every time.
0: San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center, with over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs, and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org, or call for an appointment, 619 987 8875.
3: Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world.